0: Park. Our candlelight service is Christmas Eve. I want to welcome you here and wish you a very Merry Christmas. And Tonight we gather to celebrate the, the wonderful light of Christ. And this is a Advent service we started about a month ago. Uh, we began uh, with our Advent wreath uh, reminding us of the evergreen, that uh, Christ came to give us eternal life. And it's in the shape of a circle uh, resembling that crown. Remember the victory that he gave us over death and over sin. What a wonderful thing that is. And we have the the four candles around the outside. We've been lighting one per week and and, uh, very rich and wonderful. We'll be lighting those this evening. Uh, We have the the candle of hope and then peace and joy and love. And finally tonight, we get to light the Christ candle, the white candle in the middle, reminding us that Jesus came to be our light in the darkness, the light of the world. And then this evening, we're going to finish off by uh, sharing that light as Christ calls us to do. And so on your seats, hopefully, you've received... One of these, it's a candle. And uh, just uh, because it's flammable and we're all gonna participate tonight, just a little instructions for how we'll be doing that. Uh, At the very end, we're gonna stand and we're gonna sing a hymn. And as we do, you wanna light these candles, but this is the right way to do it. Say this one is lit, I don't wanna turn it over because there'll be hot wax and you would burn your neighbor which would not lead to hope or peace or joy or love. It would be miserable. So if your candle is lit, just keep it straight up straight like this. And then you will hand over so gingerly, over towards your neighbor and then they can bend their candle this way until it's lit and then they can pass it on that way. And then um, also remember that candles are not the only things in this room that are flammable. You're flammable. Your neighbor's flammable, especially their hair. So you want to keep that away from them. And then at the end of the service, when we're done, we'll sing Silent Night. Then all together, we'll blow out our candles. And this is the best way to do it is to put your hand behind it because it catches all that hot wax. You don't want to blow that in the hair in front of the person in front of you. So you just go nice little... Poof, and then it's out, and then as you leave this evening, you can drop these candles in the boxes provided there in the back. And so those are mostly our instructions this evening, but we're here to celebrate our Savior tonight. It's going to be a rich and a wonderful time, and uh, as we do, I invite you just to to join me as we uh, begin this service in prayer. And we say, Heavenly Father we gather on this Christmas Eve to celebrate the hope and the peace and the joy and the love and the light of Christ. We ask you that uh, you would join us this evening again. You, uh, we remember that you walked amongst us in the incarnation and we pray for your Holy Spirit to come and to, to dwell among us now as we bring you praise. That, that you would find our worship genuine both in spirit and in truth. Lord, and that we would bring you honor to this evening. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: From Galatians 4, 4 and 5. But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children.
2: 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay.
0: We have come tonight to lift our voices in praise of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He has come to lift us out of darkness. Please join us now as we sing this hymn. Tonight, we're going to begin by lighting our very first candle of the Advent wreath this evening, the, the candle of hope. God's gift to us in Christ. It's the hope that quells our anxieties, it's a hope that overcomes our fears.
3: Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus.
4: Isaiah 7 verse 14 All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, a virgin will conceive a child. She will give him birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us.
3: Drize with us as we continue to sing to the Lord.
5: and ransom shadows blue.
0: Light the second candle on our Advent wreath, the candle of peace, in celebration of the peace that Christ has brought with him into this world. It's a peace that heals the division between us and God, a peace that bridges the gap between us and others.
1: Luke 2, 1-7 He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no lodging available for him.
2: Isaiah 9, 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Would you stand with us again?
0: tell your lead pastor grew up Catholic? It just makes me so happy This is like church calisthenics. Tonight we come to our third candle. We light the candle of joy to celebrate the overwhelming joy that is ours in Christ. It's a joy that is the sum of our realities and our hopes, a joy that far exceeds even our greatest expectations.
3: You will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger.
4: Isaiah 9, verses two and three. The people who walk in darkness will see a bright light. The light will shine on those who live in the land of death's shadow you will expand the nation and increase its happiness it will be happy in your presence like those who celebrate the harvest or rejoice when dividing loot
0: y'all know the drill We light the fourth candle, the candle of love and celebration of the great love of God that Christ brought into this world. It's a love that rescues us from the loneliness of our sin. It's a love that restores our relationship with God. It's a a love that spills out into acts of kindness and charity towards others.
2: 1 John 4, 9, and 10. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only Son into the world that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins.
0: us now finally, after a month of the longing and of the waiting and in the preparation tonight, we get to light the Christ candle, reminding us that Jesus came to be our light in the darkness. And we think about why we celebrate that and what darkness is, and it's a lot of things for us and most of them aren't good. For some, and at times, darkness is just ignorance. It's just being unaware. We'll say things like, I'm in the dark on that one. And we hate that feeling, don't we? And just to be unaware, ignorant of what's out there. Darkness is not just the unaware that we hate about it. It's the second part of it that really is what uh, we don't like. It's it's something that brings fear. That we say we're afraid of the dark. And most people, a lot of people, have a fear of the dark. And why are we Afraid of the dark? Well, it's not because we believe there's big old fluffy teddy bears out there that are going to mob us with hugs and little puppies that are going to lick us, no. We fear the dark because the dark holds evil. In fact, we even talk about the enemy, Satan, being the prince of darkness, the enemy of dark, of light. He's when we talk about somebody who's got a dark heart or, or that was something that was just really a, a dark thing to say, we talk about the evil that is there. And, and so darkness is a dark and a hard and a scary and a terrifying thing. This world is a dark place. And it's a place that's filled with a lot of ignorance. We don't know everything, especially about a God who was very different than we are. He is holy and He is righteous. We can't see Him with our eyes. Our sins have separated us from Him. A lot of people in this world try to find their way back to God and and suppose of what God might be like or what God might want and how many people live their lives trying to please a God that they cannot see and do not know. How many religions have been built up around this? People sacrificing so many things to try to find this God. Or, there's a lot of things to be afraid of in this world, too. It's a paradise. It really is. But it's a broken one, isn't it? And we see that every day. And so there's a lot of fear. We take out insurance policies. We try to do our best to try to control as much as we can. But how many anxiety disorders are brought about because of the chaos of this world? Just when you think you got it all together, that's when you know you don't. And this world is an evil place. I had to stop watching the news a couple years ago because of that. It just drove me to too much sadness and too much anger. The injustice of this world, it just seems like there is isn't justice in this world sometimes. It seems like oftentimes the wicked seem to prosper and the good seem to not have something go for them. It does seem oftentimes that this world rewards the wicked. And that's hard on our spirits, isn't it? And then, I go about and then I start doing bad things myself. Just when I think I'm a nice guy, I'll go to Safeway and the worst side of me comes out. You too. You see, in the midst of this dark world where God could have abandoned us, should have abandoned us, we abandoned Him. We walked away. We denied His laws, His righteousness. We didn't have anything to do with him. We've made up make-believe things. We say God wants and We do the most evil things in the name of religion itself. In the midst of this dark world with all of our ignorance, with all of the fear, with all of the evil, God did not abandon us. Christ came. You see, God illuminated our darkness. When Jesus came, He is God in the flesh. You ever wonder what God might be like? He showed up so we could know Him. You ever know what God wants? He told us so we don't have to guess. He took away our ignorance by bringing Himself to us. And in so doing, He took away our fear. That when Jesus came, He did not come to destroy us, did He? But He came meek and mild as a child. He came to save us, even from our sins. Into the darkness of fear, he brought us hope and peace. But dare we say it, joy? Because of his love. Yeah. You see, when Jesus came, he was the light in the darkness. Is that He didn't just come to show us who God was. He came to pay the penalty for our sin. He put an end to wickedness. He was born so that He could grow, and that He could die on a cross to pay the penalty for my sin and yours and the sins of the world. And not only that, He came so that we could be forgiven, so we might be cleansed, and God's Holy Spirit might come and start undoing the wickedness inside of us, slowly, gently, patiently, transforming us from creatures of darkness to someday being the saints of light ourselves. That Jesus came as the light of the world. And that is what we celebrate tonight. That the light of the world has come. That Jesus has overcame the darkness with his light. Our ignorance, our fear, our wickedness, he has conquered it all. And so we come tonight to celebrate the light of the world.
3: Luke two sixteen to 20.
4: John 1, verse 14. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of God's only, the glory of the Father's one and only Son.
1: John 8:12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, "I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me does not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life."
0: Would you stand with us? me to one of my favorite parts of our service tonight, where we get to share the light as we celebrate the wonderful truth that Jesus didn't just bring his light into the world, but then now he sends us out to share the truth and the love and the goodness of his gospel with others. See, his gospel is true, and his message is simply this that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever would believe in him would never perish, but have eternal life. Matthew
2: 28, 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age.
3: Isaiah 52:7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, Your God reigns.
0: Please stand with me now as we sing and share the light.
5: go tell it on
0: in front of you, it's lit because somebody passed the light to you and that's because originally Jesus came so that you could have that light. He didn't just come to save the world in general, he came for you. This is his gift to you. tonight. Enjoy it. And the love and the peace and the hope and the joy of Christ be yours in all measure. Now we're going to blow these out, but as we do, let the light of Christ not be extinguished in your heart. Let us all leave with the joy of God tonight. I want to thank you for joining us tonight for our Christmas Eve service. I want to welcome you back tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock for a a once-in-a-decade Sunday morning Christmas service that we get to worship the Savior together. But As you go, please take these, drop these in the box behind you, Um, and if you do, we have a little gift for you because we love you, a little Christmas ornament. You can pick one of those up on your way out, but before you go, let me pray this blessing over you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your light, for the love that you've given to all of us. We celebrate you tonight. May we leave with the hope and the peace and the joy and the, the love and the light of Christ in our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Go in peace.